Hello and welcome to Cheerfully Cynical, a podcast of brutal honesty and mild optimism. We say mild. My name is Lauren and this is... Abby. Katie. Peter. Um, each week we're going to do a podcast where one of us brings us a topic and we won't know what the topic is until we sit down to record it. This week's topic we chose together, um, it's the topic of university because we all met in uni and we thought it was a bit appropriate. Um, so we're going to just dive into it and start talking yeah. about things mainly before uni. Um, so did it, has anybody got any stories about where they wanted to go to uni? Or how you got oh, here? Well, I poorly didn't want to come here. On like a college open day, like um, I ran out of time to pick like an option of university to go to. Yeah. So they were like, right, we're putting you with the Salford group. And I was like, ew. <laughs> like, Salford, all right. <laughs> She's from Manchester. She knows yeah. about Salford. It took me, like, ages on the train, on the train, on the bus, to get here. And it was, like, absolutely vile. And I got here and I was like, yeah, no, it's not for me. Because <laughs> I was, like, dead set on going MMU. Yeah. And then I auditioned for MMU. Didn't get in, shockingly. <laughs> Had everything sorted for MMU and didn't get in. So then I was like fully stuck because I didn't apply for anywhere else. I auditioned for one in London. I was like, I'm not going London. And they declined me anyway. (laughs) Good job. I was like, absolutely great. You can dream. Yeah, exactly. So then I applied for like the BBC dead last minute. I got declined. (laughs) So I faced my fair share of rejection. So Um, (laughs) were your last choice? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> well, I heard my friend talking about it in college, like this course that was like media and like acting and stuff. And I was like, oh, that sounds sick. So I like mess- messaged her on like Facebook and I was like, what was that like uni? And she was like, Salford. I was like, oh. So I applied in UCAS Extra and I came to do like did the audition and everything and then got in. I was like, sick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm actually doing something with my life. I was panicking for a bit though. <laughs> what about you, Katie? I was the same. I didn't want to go to uni and then I was like, I'm doing an apprenticeship, that's what I'm going to do. Ever since I was like in year seven, I was like, I'm going to leave school, get a job, start getting money. And then I got into college and I was like, I don't actually know what I want to do in my life. (laughs) And I did a full-time performance course, so I was like, well, I'll just audition for drama school. Like, I wasn't fucking getting into drama school. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I got declined from everywhere. And like, but I only only picked three schools anyway. And I was like, oh, I I don't want to go to uni. And my teacher was like, well, you've got to do something. Someone was like, oh, um, Salford, they do media and performance course. Like, my friend does it and it's really good, apparently. And I was like, I'll sign up for that. My audition was that late. There was four people in the audition room. <laughs> and then they accepted me, like, a week later. And I was like, um, I guess I'm going to Salford in the summer. Like, no, like, same. I auditioned in, like, August. Yeah. And then I was the only one with, like, Malcolm auditioning me. And he was like, right. And I got on the bus at Salford bus stop. And then by the time I was in Manchester, I had an email from him saying I got in. Oh, and I was fine. like, oh, my God. I mean, you finally got accepted <laughs> so got to somewhere. I started student loans and, like, had to do all that. Yeah. It's chaos. What about you, Abby? I'm the complete opposite. I'm from the middle of nowhere. So I thought coming here was going to be great. I was optimistic. Salford was the only place I had applied for. Because I just didn't want to go anywhere else after. Like, I did apply, but then I just declined them all because I got an unconditional. So I was like, that'll do, that'll do. So... I'm loving being here. No it's actually... No, I do like it, like, yeah. now. It's worked out all right. It is, yeah, yeah, it's good. I mean, I was in sixth form and they were like, I mean, like, start of year 13, they were like, so what are you doing with your life? I was like, 
forgot I had to choose. <laughs> I have no clue. I was dead set that I wasn't going to uni. And then I started kind of looking at places. I had loads of friends who were applying for drama schools and stuff. And I was like, listen, there's no, there's no fucking chance in hell that I am getting into a drama school. Um, I went on like two with Lipper and stuff. I dragged on my yeah. mates along to Lipper actually. She applied and I didn't because I didn't want to go. And she got in and now she's at Lipper and I'm really? like, mate, oh like God. immense. Um, but yeah, so I, I just kind of, I did, really didn't want to go to uni. Um, then I started having a look around and was like, actually, it's like Katie Salford had the media and the performance bit and it was in like a decent place, far enough away from home that I could like be away, but not too far that I couldn't like get back if I needed to, yeah. do you know what I mean? And like, I mean, you do have problems with the train. I do have, yeah. I have so many problems with the train. <laughs> True. But why um, don't you actually explain what happened the other week? I <laughs> I was the only one in the group chat ready to deal with this. No, I was on that call as well. Um, I, I, I may have booked... Right, when you're going to uni and you're trying to... You're looking at the uni, look at it for the course, look at it for where you're going to like kind of what you're going to do when you're there. Don't look at it for how far away it is from home. Worry about that after. <sighs> but I'm in second year now and I've been making this journey so many times. And um, I, I, I'm from Durham and um, I get the train back to Durham, but I can also get the train back um, to a smaller town, which is where I'm actually from, which is on the same route. Um, and I normally get it back to there. So I've got back to home fine. I've gone to Durham and my mates pick me up from the train station. Um, a few days later, I'm ready to come back to Salford. So I get to this small town train station and I'm stood. And two minutes before my train come, I realise that my train goes from Durham and not this station. And I'm freaking out. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> ringing me. I'm like, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'll get on this train because it stops here normally anyway. It'll be fine because I've bought a ticket for the next stop. But surely they won't mind me getting on a stop early, and I don't mind paying like a little bit of a fine. Whatever. I'm ringing the girls, being like. Hopefully it'll be fine. They were like, calm down, you'll get on the train. As they're saying this, the train just drives past me. And I just, bear in mind as well, it's Sunday, so there's there's only trains from this small town to Newcastle. None others. So, and there's other people on the other platform looking at me thinking, God, she's a moron. Where's she going? There's no trains because it's a Sunday. So, I seen her the next day and I was like, how did you get home? And she was like, I woke up at three o'clock this morning. And I was I like, did. oh, okay. I did. I would, no, I would have had to pay 200 quid. But, um, I ended up paying about, I think it was like 80, 90 quid. Um, but, because I had to give my mum loads of petrol money because she drove me back in the morning, woke <laughs> up at like 3am, drove back, was back in time for a 9am despite all of the traffic. I was like five minutes late, I was like, look, I'm really sorry, but I've done my fucking best to be here. That's commitment. <laughs> me too, was fine with it. She was yeah. like, oh my God, it's fine. So, um, how did... How did we get here? How did your auditions go? Because for people who might be listening, we are um, performance students at Salford University. So media and performance. Media yeah, and performance. Yeah. So we have to um, audition for our parts. What audition pieces did you do? And like, how did that go? They say audition, but I think... <laughs> no, it was just the chat. It was, but you say that, I think that like the audition is just the chat. There were six people... And then basically we had a little gossip amongst what we'd watch and things like that. Did a piece. But I feel like they make the judge on whether you're in or not based on your chat. Yeah, Do you know yeah. it's I mean? really chill. It's all about your personality as well, I it think. Is, it's yeah. it's quite a lot like the impression that you make as a person. Because you could be the best actor in the world and have shit crack and just be 
like not motivated at all and they can tell that from your conversation can't Definitely. they like they're gonna know yeah. Yeah, what, what audition pieces did you do i can't even remember can you not? No. i did like a piece that was like um it was supposed to be like um, a radio piece or a tv or a film yeah. or whatever Mine said it was a radio piece, but it actually wasn't. But I'd already learnt it by then, so oh, I was like, sad. I'll just say it's a radio piece. He's not going to look it up. He didn't. <laughs> so if you're listening now, Malcolm, apologies. Yeah, sorry. Um, but like I did, it was about like this like um girl. She was a psychopath. She killed someone. She was like in a police interview. It was like proper like deep. And Malcolm was like so intrigued. He was like nodding his head, like, oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, oh, sick, I've done it. And then, like, we had a conversation with him. And it was like just me at the audition because I was like so late. Um, and you have to hand it in. It was just like, you? It was just a me. One-on-one I was alone, a one on one audition. A one on one audition. Oh my God. Horrible. It was just me. Jesus. And you have to hand in like a piece of work you've done, like um, a study or something like that. It was like handwritten, yeah. Something yeah. Like that. Um, so I handed in a piece I did in film in college on um alfred hitchcock's vertigo <laughs> and like he, then he was like you like alfred hitchcock and we just had a whole conversation Aww, about it see that's and lovely it was, like, it was so sweet and lovely and he was like loving it and i knew this paper was like an a so i was like i know he's gonna love this it's about like aesthetic qualities i was like proper sick um and then i handed it him and he was like i went to loretto college in like hume yeah i know it's rough um, <laughs> not a clue none, none of us three know you don't want to know <laughs> you don't know what I've been through um, but um, it was like it was absolutely insane because he's like we really like Loretto's students it's a really good college and I was like okay <laughs> and then like I got on the bus and he gave me like an unconditional which is lucky because some people tell me the grades they needed to get onto this course. I'm like, I didn't get those. See, I, well, <laughs> I literally went through, um, had my audition really, really early because like, I applied straight away. So I think it was like October, November. Wow. And I got my result like about two weeks after, I think, saying an unconditional. So I just walked into six. So I'm going, I'm not doing these day levels anymore. Did you have an unconditional? I, I got all right grades in the end, yeah. See, I, I turned up, I didn't get an unconditional, no, did I, did I turned up to the audition, because I'd applied to go here, and there was a, me and my mate Sam, I love Sam, hi Sam, if you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> we'd applied to like just about all the same places, mm. um, and we went for auditions at all the same places and stuff, and I came here for an open day on the same day that he did, and we went and got a Mackey's together, it was lovely, I love his mum, his mum's lovely, um, but we'd both decided to audition for here, um, I came, I brought a media piece that I'd written, questioning whether a female master in Doctor Who was um like showing that they were gonna Why make a female doctor. doctor. Well? And then I, and it was the Ooh. shittiest piece and I had to I, <laughs> I knew mine was good, it had been marked. I really, so. really had to panickingly print it out at the hotel on the morning of. I was wow. like, please can you print this for me? I need to get into university. Um, <laughs> and then I performed a monologue from a play called No Exit. Um and it was it was a character called Estelle and she was supposed to be French in it. But I'd been doing it for like my A levels, so um, in my performing arts. So we'd edited the script, the monologue, uh, cropped it and stuff, and I'd added a different accent. And I just did the, did it as is. And then he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I love No Exit." I was like, "Shit, he actually wow. knows the play." And it's like it's not a very well known play. It's quite obscure, and it's about like these three people in hell. And he was like, oh, "Yeah, yeah." So what did you think of it? And like proper spoke to me about it. And luckily I'd been studying it, but I was like, "Imagine if I just picked that out of the blue, I'd have been." Shit, I've been in the shit. 
<laughs> See, I went for a brand new play that had like literally just come out in the theatre. I did it the day before, so like my drama teacher Baz, he used to just like cover my back. So he was like, "Have this. It's a new play. Take it. Just learn it tonight. Baz. Perform it tomorrow." Yeah, Baz. Baz or brush. <laughs> <laughs> he was <name>. ginger. <laughs> <laughs> she likes a ginger. <laughs> play i literally promoted the whole thing the whole way through everyone was just like okay i don't know what you're talking about but okay and here i am see that's the thing like i i think my monologue was something like it was about a girl who was like annoyed because like she was in love with her best friend and he didn't love her back or something like that Ooh. i didn't read the play i literally in our college we had <laughs> we had a folder of monologues and i just went i did this for all my drama school auditions as well Everyone knew their play inside. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> Everybody in the like in the new the plays inside out. I remember I went into one audition and they were like, and we might just ask you like some random questions. I was like sweating because <laughs> I was like, I don't know anything about this play. See, I'd oh. say advice for people. We'll give you advice for going like getting into unions. Read the play. The main yeah, bit of yeah, advice if play. you're a drama student or anything like that is like read the play or just, any any interview you go into know the subject material because. Yeah. If you get asked questions about it and you can speak extensively about different parts of it as well, then you're going to look so much better than another candidate who walks in and goes, um, well, I didn't actually read the play. Like, no offence, Katie. You, no. you just don't admit to it. Just like die I with did. the lie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can die yeah. with the lie, Stick but the if holes. they expose you. <laughs> I mean, um, if you go into a drama school audition, everybody's read the play apart from me. So, like, yeah. Yeah. read the play because then you are out your depth. Like. Have, have we got any advice for people just in general for applying to unis, going to interviews through UCAS and things like that? I think, like, a good impression is you've got your foot in the door. Like, yeah. you need to be charismatic. Mm-hmm. You need to have a personality. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't think your personality is appealing, at least show it. Yeah. Because you never know. And also, in, like, one of my auditions, I absolutely fell flat on my arse. Like, <laughs> I was the last one to do my monologue, and I was wearing <laughs> socks, and I slipped on my arse, and it was, like, wow. the most would pay to see that Night, I have nightmares like when I'm going to sleep my body's like do you remember that time <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like no I would say yeah especially going into an interview like any interview for any course mm. show your personality a bit more know a little bit about the things you're talking about and like you I wouldn't focus all on the grades because it can say oh you need these grades to even remotely get near like fuck off no you don't you can you can get far enough with your personality and knowing the stuff and being passionate about a subject like yeah. much yeah. that is going to get you much further than grades i wouldn't focus on them obviously they're important yeah. don't just shit on them but also with any interviews in general like i've never mm. had to know at an interview i know that sounds like thick-headed but it's not like i've never had to know when i do get my rejection one day it will be the end of the world <laughs> but my one tip well. before i go into an interview is just it's not the end of the world if they do say no like mm. if they do that's fine. You're not going to die. Do you know what I mean? You, like, when I do She's... get that rejection, I will be sad, but not for, like, longer than an hour. So, <laughs> just, it's not the end of the world. You do something else. So, yeah, just smile. Also, um, this is more, like, performance-based. Like, if you're at college and you're, like, needing to pick unis and they say go to the, um, like, the careers person, don't do it because they know shit all about yeah. drama. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's everything. It's go most things. Go to your things. teacher. Your careers person or your university advisor or whatever, sorry to generalise, but they're not going to know really. If you're doing a specialist course as well, like it's the same for like criminology and things like that. Yeah. If you want to go somewhere, you've got to put the graft in and research what's best for you. And don't pick uh, the best piece of uni advice. 
do not pick university or courses or whatever based on, oh, well, my mate's going there, or, yeah. oh, well, this person's doing this course, or, oh, I want to be close to them. Like, sod them. You can stay friends with them. You'll see each other when you go home. You can stay in contact with them, like, social media and all you that. You also find out who your real friends are. Like, uh-huh. if true. they don't come see you, Very true. Yeah. bye-bye. Like, and also, just because your mate goes to uni doesn't necessarily mean you're going to stay in contact. Well, not, not stay in contact, but be close with them, because I have mates that go to this uni, and, like, they're still really close, but I hardly see them yeah. because yeah. we're both so busy. Yeah. So, like, going the same uni doesn't mean that you're gonna like see each other yeah. every day you've still got to make your new mates so we're gonna move on to first year discussing our first year mm-hmm. we've got a fair few stories <laughs> um what i'd say is just why don't we start at the start why don't we start with accommodation okay. you, you mm-hmm. look over your accommodation stuff i'd say 100 i i recommend halls i know not everyone can but i think in halls for the first time like it's a bit of a potluck with your flatmates and that um you're telling me but you tend to be (laughs) your first year halls tend to be on campus really easily accessible a good way to like you learn your uni base first and then you work outwards so you'll start to to get to know the city more because coming to a new city is shit scary Mm -hmm. um you'll get to know loads more people and because there's so many students all around you you can party as loud as you want and they can't make a noise complaint on you because the next time they have a party they'll get a noise complaint so i mean you're, you're laughing I mean, it's really good, yeah, like, just make sure you do check the accommodation before you obviously book it. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm that bitch that will not share a bathroom, so <laughs> just make True. sure make sure you're I... comfortable with that situation. Yeah, I, like, didn't, I stayed in, like, halls, but it wasn't, like, the actual, like, university halls, it was, like, its own company. And, like, I would agree with Lauren, go with the university halls, because I felt, like, so out of the way. I hate living, like, away last year, I live at home now. And, like, it's because I felt so, like, out of touch with everyone because, like, they all lived in the same place. And yeah. I lived, like, across, like, the like the forest. You it's... still came to the seshes, though. Yeah, I did. But, it, like, <laughs> and all my flatmates are second years as well. And, it like, I just felt so, like, I felt like I needed to be with people of, like, my yeah. own kind yeah. to, like, you, get kind. used to it, it. It tends to be first years in the on-campus one, doesn't it? And yeah. when, you, when you move into a new place and you don't know that many people it's nice to be around lots of people who are in a similar situation as you. Like, I'd say that's another bit of advice yeah. if, you, if you're just starting, if you're a fresher, yeah. is you're in a new place, but so is every fucker else. Yeah. Like, everybody Honestly. else has come and and is in the same boat as you, essentially. Yeah, you get more people that understand you, but you also get some tramps that don't know how to clean. <laughs> so my True. advice, if you want a lovely environment, just clean up after yourself mm-hmm. and then... Everyone will be sweet. <laughs> Learn how to take the bins out. The bins, the bins are a big one. Or just make sure you're stocked up on like medicines, just because you will get ill. No, Abby, mm. that's just you. <laughs> so moving to moving to a new place, um, like I'm obviously I've only been to Manchester once before I moved here, mm. and that was for my uh, like audition, and Jesus Christ, it's scary because all of a sudden like. Your parents have packed you up in the car or whoever has packed you up in the car and you've gone off and and then they're gone. And you're sat in a uni room alone with all this stuff that doesn't look quite right yet because it's in the wrong place. Like it's supposed to be in your bedroom at home. Yeah, I know what you mean. And you're sat there by yourself. And all I would say is um, just go out. Just go. Just do it. Like I am shit scared of trains as well. I hate public transport. Like I've got a proper phobia of trains. Um, But I'd say like find your like local train station or whatever. Go into the city or as into the city as you can get and just have a bit of an explore and a bit of a look around because it'll take time for you to get to know the place that you're in. Mm. 
Yeah, so so it's a bit crap, but yeah. like Media City, and that's good. I quite like the, the campus, campus. Is good, yeah. yeah. Styled like a little American campus. Yeah, like, it's very, cute. Very sheltered. Nice. Yeah. Um, sheltered from the outside world. So, <laughs> making pals and freshers are interesting, um, yeah. to say the least. I like I said before, like I came to uni and I sat in my room. I said hello to my flatmates when moving in, and we had like a group chat because we'd been put in contact with each other. Mm. But like. I sat in my room for like a solid day and did nothing because I was like, I don't know anyone here. I'm I'm not comfortable enough with my flatmates to go and speak to them. And it, it's sad at oh, first. I feel really bad but, that you've had that experience. But well, it, see, it was, it was just a few days where I was yeah. like sat by myself. I was a bit like missing home. It, it makes you really quite homesick, but literally just push through it. Like I started speaking to my flatmates. One of my flatmates, Jack, and me are really good pals now. Like I, we talk to each other all the time. Like I'll go and see him all the time, even though we don't live together anymore. Um. And then obviously once I started my course, I started making more friends. And by the end of the year, it was like parties every weekend, never up, never by myself, never alone. Even mm. if parties aren't your thing, like we'd hang out together, do you know what I mean? And it was yeah. Yeah. it was nice because it started off being quite isolated, especially yeah. freshers. Most people make friends and work during freshers and stuff. My flatmates didn't really like going out very much. Um, and so they didn't go out in freshers a lot. But the one time I did go out in fr- freshers, um, me and my flatmate went out and I got spiked in a club. I saw a, I saw a boy off of my course Sorry. called Matt. Hello, Matt. We love you, Matt. Who <laughs> picked me up, looked after me, put me in a taxi on the way home with my flatmate. Um, I ended up blacking out in my um, dorm room, vomiting in my shower, which was a pain in the arse to clean up. Um, paramedics came and tried to inject me, which once again another one of my phobias. I started kicking off and kicking them. Horrible time. Um, which made me a bit worried. And then I was in bed for three days. So I like missed freshers as well. So I like missed mm. out on meeting pals and like making those like memories. But what yeah. I would say is if you do miss out on that, second year has freshers, third year has freshers. Do you know what I mean? Like there's still going to be the mm. events. You still get to go to them. Yeah. And second year freshers is 10 times better because you know exactly who your pals are. Plus yeah. my advice is for the start, like those first few days, like obviously you said you found them hard. If you are finding them hard when you're moving in, Keep your door open, like your bedroom door. As pe- mm-hmm. If people are walking past, like even if you're, your flatmates, you don't think they're that talkative, even if they walk past, they'll still kind of, you have to interact, do you know what yeah, I mean? if you make so eye you contact. Have, you have something to talk about, so that's mainly my advice. Yeah, that's good advice. I, I, but like if somebody told me to do that at the start of uni, I reckon I'd mm. been a bit more comfortable in my flat. It's a bit weird as well when you first move in because you, like you're worried. Of, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of pressure on people who go to university because my friends recently just started her first year and I feel like there's a lot of pressure for everyone to think they've got to have a perfect time straight away oh, yeah. and obviously it's kind of hyped up like uni are the best days of your life and for some people it's not the case and often your first few days aren't the best times of your life yeah. because you're lost because you can't find where to go <laughs> you don't know yeah. there's new people which you your get own. bad vibes from yes. you know what i mean <laughs> somebody is taking up too much fridge space someone's not taking the bins like you've got to get used to it everyone's getting used to it yeah. and each other so just don't go with this hyped up imagine like imagination yeah really. going yeah. realistically yeah. yeah yeah but like i i think that was like the big thing for me like i got to the end of summer and I was like actually mum I'm not gonna go uni and my mum was like what are you gonna do and I was like nothing and then <laughs> my mum and my sister were like oh it'll be fine you'll get there it'll be fine and I kept saying like oh you know it might not be fine like whatever not like my flatmates and everything that I didn't want to happen kind of ended up happening I didn't not like my flatmates they were nice they were just 
I felt a bit like out of it compared to yeah, like because yeah. they were all friends already and everything that I thought was gonna happen kind of did end up happening and then I was like to my mum why didn't you just like make me a bit more like realistically aware of what might happen in uni but like it does get better like I've got mates now I like uni now like I go out like it's fine yeah. like I got like it was like a tough like month and then once you get past that you just kind of you just get on with it I feel yeah. like no matter what even if you're not getting on with your flatmates like in the first few weeks they will get whether you like each other or not you all get on because yeah you're all lonely and you have you to, to, to. to socialise so to. just put up with them just for like the first few weeks so you actually find people you like but also yeah. like I see my flatmates on campus now and I'll be like oh hi like how are you doing that kind of thing like, I run the other way <laughs> but Katie like you were saying that all these ho- things that you thought were going to happen all the bad things they did happen but did they ruin your uni experience like no, no. no. like you they like built on it, do you know what I mean? No, I like I'm quite a cynical person. Hence, <laughs> hence the name. Like I think of the worst thing in every situation. Yeah. And I think it was just a lot because like I like built myself up for everything that could go wrong and then like a lot of things did go wrong and then I was like, oh like shit, how do I deal with this now? Yeah. And then you just kind of gotta get on with it. Like you make friends in your course and you know what? Sometimes in uni when you go on a new course and you're in a class with all these new people, especially a performance class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like personalities. Yeah, there's a lot of personalities. <laughs> like everyone's normally really nice, but like it, I, I, I think it took our class a while to like actually form groups because mm. I think for a while we were just one big class. Yeah, yeah. So I like that we're all a class. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah speaking yeah. of like starting your courses, like that's our next topic. Is like you're gonna shit yourself for your first lesson you are going to shit yourself you're gonna wake up in the morning and your chest is gonna feel tight and you're gonna feel sick and you're not gonna want to go and fuck those feelings off because you're gonna go (laughs) just even hungover even hungover you've got to it might be better if you're hungover then you're more focused on not vomiting rather than like not having a panic attack (laughs) but like when you go to your first because our uni does a thing where it's like like a kind of an induction week thing so mm. you go in and you meet the entire course that you're yeah. on and during and you, freshers yeah where during you're freshers when you're still off your tits <laughs> i missed some of that because i <laughs> was in bed um but yeah and they do these things and like that's where me and peter specifically we met there didn't we yeah and we sat down and we're like oh this is a bit of an awkward situation we don't know anyone and we ended up crying with laughter about half an hour later because True. my current housemate and a lad on our course ryan had, had come in drunk and tried to eat a watermelon <laughs> and just slashed oh, his thumb with a knife right and the way that he man. describes it yeah melon man the way that he described it he's just hacking away at a melon he just hacks at his thumb it was fucking hilarious i remember and... like literally we had like um a sort of like meeting before we went into like um our like tutor groups for the course yeah and I remember like walking out and I um, met like someone who was on my course and in my class and I was talking to him and he was nice. Um, but then I was walking and Malcolm was in front of me and I just remember this ginger guy being in front of me. And um, I'd heard a story about a guy that like had like nearly chopped off his thumb. <laughs> and I was like, what is, what is this place? And then um, Malcolm was walking and this ginger guy was like, Malcolm was like, what have you done? He's like, oh, I was like hacking at a melon. I was like drunk. And, and he's like, like and he was like, do you think I need to do anything about it? And Malcolm's like, yes, go to hospital. Didn't he drive like, him? Yeah. Like, Malcolm drove him. him. Like, I'm not being funny, but first year, like, freshers, even second years and third years, university students are morons. We're all stupid. Yeah, Some of us are a little bit more moronic than others in the yeah. way of, like, I've hacked my thumb half off, but you think I need to see someone? He's still got the scars. He thinks they're mint. 
He's proud of their battle scars. <laughs> I mean, just to put this into like a bit of, you know, at the end of our lectures, we are performance students and people clap at the end of our lectures. I don't think oh that's God. a thing anywhere else, you know. No, I don't. Like, I don't. We sat, right, it's imagine, so picture this, right? You're in a lecture. First of all, you're going to brick yourself to go to a lecture too. Just go and sit with some mates, look at some memes on your computer. Just relax. Sharp. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, no, no, take notes. Take really yeah. intense record, notes. Just record the lectures and then <laughs> listen to them some of the time. But, right, picture this. We're in a lecture. We've all sat through some of them. Some of them, it's like pulling teeth, but you'll get through it. To be fair, no, not the, a the, lot of hours are actually quite good. Yeah, like genuinely, a lot of hours are actually bad. quite interesting. We love our I, course. I disagree. But <laughs> that's fine. But you finish this lecture, and you know, at the end of a plane ride, and there's always those white people, right? Like, <laughs> we're all white, right? For reference, and but it's always us, isn't it? Here, the plane lands, and there's a second, and everyone goes, oh, oh, are we gonna, oh, oh, oh. Oh, for fuck's sake. And some cunt at the back's clapping, right? That's our lectures. Oh so, like, why no, would... but I asked, right, our lectures, sorry, Kitty, our lectures are tap, which is theatre and performance, map, media and performance, and mm-hmm. comedy writing. Yeah. I asked a lot of tap students, I was like, why just clap at the end of a lecture? And they're like, we don't, we think it's weird. So I have no clue who the fuck is tap. It's just the other half of It's right, it's like when you're on a plane, you don't clap the pilot because he's landed the plane because that's his job. You're alive because he's, <laughs> that's his job. Next to time. land that plane. The lecturer, they're paid like too much money to stand up at the front of that class like, and bore you, so stop clapping them. Like, like fair enough, 50 no, grand. Fair enough, say thank you. Like, that's fine. If, on the way out, be like, oh, thanks, I really enjoyed that or whatever. I'll just be like, thank you anyway. Like, it's not like the bus pulls up at the station. I'm like, yes, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? To be fair, half the time I feel like it is sarcastic. And I'm like, either way, <laughs> it looks offensive. Yeah. It's, more it's offensive funny. to my ears. It's probably offensive to their face. Just stop. It's more funny if you think of it as sarcastic. Like, the lecture ends. Imagine, like, a law lecture. Like, my cousin does law. And I brought this up to him. He's at Northumbria. And I was like, um, so... At the end of your lectures, he's like, yeah, I'm like, what happens? He's like, well, um, they finished. They're like, oh, thanks for coming, blah, blah. I'm like, no, 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 no. Do people clap? And he's like, no, <laughs> it's a lecture. I'm like, right. Even beforehand, you know the lecture that's in the room before ours now, yeah. currently? Yeah, yeah. I was walking up early. You know, sometimes we overlap because we get there early. Yeah. We walked in early as they're leaving. They're not fucking clapping. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. not. But I they're, don't think anyone does it but us. Well, not even us. Like, some people in that room. I think, I think three people clap and everyone else goes, oh shit, we better yeah, fucking so clap. It feels like so awkward, so you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just like run down the stairs, mate. The thing is, <laughs> like, the people no. in our class, like I sat by some of the people in our class, they just carried on clapping as well. I'm just like, why are you joining in? <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, so go to your courses. Um, go, don't fucking go clap. to your lessons. Yeah. Don't, don't clap. clap. No one um, likes it. No. <laughs> Another big part of like uni life that everyone focuses on is like parties and drinking and drugs. Oh, and, yeah. oh. and geez, what? do we have some stories? <laughs> um, yeah. So the main thing that I'd say, actually, before we delve too deep into parties and drinking and drugs, I would like to say is um, don't die. Don't die at uni. We've had a fair <laughs> few near-death experiences within our group, a haven't few. we? A few. Mm, um, Abby, what's your, what's your personal <laughs> thing? Between us. I mean, there was a time, it was just, it was about September, October, and my friend from home came up, and I hadn't seen her in ages, and basically, me and my flatmate Andy run the same course, and he's like my brother. So basically... He is, it's quite strange. He, yeah, he was yeah. Me- he was meant to commit come with us but he didn't he stayed in so me and my um, friend from home Kate went out we came back 
in the meantime, I'd forgotten how much she could drink since I'd been away. She'd really upped her game. I came back. This is all I remember. We were in the taxi. She hands over money. I open the door. Suddenly, my body just doesn't move. So I, my head just hits the curb <laughs> out of the taxi. I'm lying there. All I can see is, like, just the ground. And people are summoning me. And summoning me. She's a demon. <laughs> But my body, my body isn't moving. So I'm just lying there. Amber's trying to help me, which is like my pal, my best friend, I love you. Um, secure, security from my accommodation, because I'm on this roundabout. The taxi's just there. I'm the there. Uh, the roundabout outside the accommodation. The accommodation security come out because they can see me on the camera just paralysed. They, they, they come out basically picked me up. Amber's like, oh, this is Abby, she lives, blah, blah, blah. They were like, oh we know, God, we know. <laughs> took me upstairs, took me upstairs. Basically, I go in, lie on my bed. Amber and Andy, Andy, like, hears the noise, comes in. He's like, what's going on? I'm laying in my bed. Amber's trying to get me changed. Suddenly, I decide, I'm going to be sick. So I, I can't move my body apart from my head, so I'm like, I'm going to be sick. But I also have a phobia of being sick. So I, when I need to be, I will prevent it as hard as I can. <laughs> so basically, I start choking. Andy was like, oh, she's going to get it on her carpet. This is like from what Amber has told me. So Andy just puts his hands out in front of me <laughs> until Amber is ready to oh get a bin. God. So yeah. Oh, I hate that. I feel like me and Andy have bonded on a whole new level now he's had sick in his hands. I remember, like, literally we... It was like, we didn't know everyone that well, but yeah. we all had were on Snapchat. And I remember seeing... Oh, my God. <laughs> the pictures of Andy with sni- sick in his hands. And the, there's, like, there's like <laughs> Tesco bags on the floor it's and nasty. there's vomit. There's it's me paralysed hanging off the side Abby's of my like bed. Abby's, like, falling off, side of, no off the side of the bed. We're like, Jesus Christ, who is this random gremlin who's crawled out of <laughs> the other she, world? And then she comes into class all quiet. Yeah. Like, yeah. not doing anything. Just with well, glitter on her eyelids. Like. Literally, she's like... <laughs> oh, my God. Abby wore glitter on her eyelids every single every day. day. First year. Basically, just to hide from the fact of how drunk I was. Like, like, Abby in even class if my eyes and are Abby, shut, you've got something nice to look at, do you know what I mean? Abby in class <laughs> and Abby, like, out at night. Two, two different people. Yeah. Not even related. Different. Not related. I mean... I'm a professional woman. We've, we've had a few more, like, near-death experiences. My personal fave is one. Um, we oh. were at our friend Ruth's flat. And um, <laughs> oh, in, the, in the accommodation building that we have, we've got these long windows that are about, like, what, five foot? Like, they're, yeah. they're, yeah, they're hefty. Like and, like, halfway through is where the window opens. So the bottom panel, like, you can't open obviously but the top panel you can open a bit yeah. um, and they're obviously safety windows so they're locked to a certain point and if you pop a latch you can get them open a bit more but they're but safety windows they don't really want people big. jumping out of them and things like that obviously um, and our friend Anthony thinks he's hilarious oh Abby is God. a very petite woman we'll say she's quite short um, and we'll Anthony just scoops her up and we're all having a laugh and we're all a bit like you know Dancing bevved and up and stuff and he just pretends to dangle her out a window when I say this it was just her feet. Like it yeah. was it went no further than her ankles. He wasn't endangering I mean, her at all. I mean. But Abby's <laughs> Abby doesn't like being picked up very much, so she's screaming and kicking off and her shoe slips off her foot and just lands outside the window. It was like a scene. We just went <laughs> poof onto the ledge and everyone just stopped and looked at the we're shoe. We're so high up. And we were on the what we were on the what, fifth floor? Sixth yeah. Fifth, fifth, and I was six, like yeah. I was like, here's a good idea. I'll get like the mop and like either throw it down yeah. so someone can go down and pick it up or try and scoop it up. 
in comes Andy. Andy's like, <laughs> Andy's Northern Irish, right? The thing is, I didn't even want this shoe at this point. Like, it was cheap. Like, I was okay. But because they're all so bent up, they think this shoe is important. <laughs> yeah. But Andy comes in and he's like, he's like, I can get this shoe. So he's like, he's give, so give me a hand. He gets us to like lift him up and he puts like the top half of his body through the window and he's hooked on by like his hips the place where his hips stick out he's like hooked into this window so he's not going anywhere and he can just about reach it and he's wriggling and he's wriggling and me and peter are like shit so we hold on to him because we're like we're not letting him fall out this fucking window everyone else thinks it's a laugh bevved up in the background giggling music playing and me and peter are like haha this is quite funny but weird and then andy wriggles a little bit more and his hip slips and he slips and we like which means that he's out of this window from below his hips so the majority of his body yeah the majority of his body is upside down outside this window and we go fuck and look at each other and we're like holding on for dear life we We don't want this person to die he is squirming (laughs) he's squirming because he's scared but he's also squirming because he like he's trying his best not to squirm and to get back in and we like are pushing the window open and me and Peter are going guys no seriously and, and everyone we, else is me cringed. and Lauren turn around to ask for help and there's just lights mm, of people filming on Snapchat literally there's and, and he's there like, laughing filming and in his face through the window we where like, he's like about to die we were like oh my gosh <laughs> in that video you can see the point where he realises he's, he's gonna, gonna die yeah and he's slipped <laughs> out and it's, fu- it's fucked because my I had my Snapchat record like I'd locked it to record in my hand while I'm doing it because it was like in my hand and I was like no shit and I'm like trying to pull him in and in my my video on the Snapchat, yeah, you, there's a close-up of his face and he knows that he's going to die and it was horrible. It we yank horrifying. him, long story short, we yank him back into the window. He gets in. He gets in, he's fine. He's completely, like, he just he's alive. He was not hurt, bit. but he just, he literally, he has the shoe as well. What a legend. What an absolute <laughs> fucking yeah, hero. He got it. He just chucks the shoe across the room, collapses on the floor, and we're like... Christ, and we're I just like, put I put my hand oh on his neck. God. I remember we were and his all just touched him. And we're like, oh we were like, it's God. nice to like we literally everyone laid a hand on him. Like he's real, he's, he's fine. Alive. I checked his pulse. It's like boom, 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 boom. I was like, Fuck. I was nearly having like an asthma attack. For about, I was so scared. For about like, oh, twenty no. minutes, we just left him to lie on the floor yeah. and like calm down because Christ, it was an experience. What was the song that was playing? I have no clue. <laughs> I literally it could was not so, tell you. Like ironic, isn't it ironic? Wow, <laughs> that was awful. Oh, right, I'll um, remember at some point. But... Andy, however, if that's not his first rodeo, he's had a few near uh, <laughs> experiences. Well, quite literally. So this guy's a mess. <laughs> in a second, yeah, you you begin to look for um, for houses, right? You you start to look for houses. We'll get onto this in a second, but like, start looking for houses. <laughs> like you're not even at uni yet. Start looking for your second. Not year. if yeah. you're in London though. Just just up north. Just up north. Or if you don't, or um, if you don't like anyone, just get another flat and just leave everybody. Yeah, just over. Just yeah. get Start a flat. But <laughs> so me, me and three lads from my, my course, Andy, Anthony, and Ryan. We've already name dropped them all in this because they're all little messes. <laughs> they're icons. There are they are iconic. Um, but so we're all moving in together. We've gone to go and view a house. It was a shit all. It was a fucking shit up. There was no communal area. One of the be- they were like, oh, all of the bath, all the bedrooms have bathrooms connected. We were like, mint. Goes upstairs and there's a lovely big master bedroom with the bathroom. There's like a kids room with a little bathroom crammed in. There's a a bedroom at the back that was like a converted garage with a teeny tiny little bathroom. And there's a bedroom in the front, which is where the living room was, with a, a bathroom with a sink. It like built into the top of the toilet. That's how little space there was. Oh, was it like in that Gavin and Stacey episode where yes. it was like you can shower in your kitchen? <laughs> yeah, literally. It's and a there wet was room. like picture the kitchen and like living room area. Picture this: one sad, tattered black sofa, one Ew. tiny little 
grubby white fridge and cupboards placed like you know in the sims where you can just put cupboards wherever <laughs> that's like none of them were level they were all just stuck at random place on the door oh walls i was like God. what the fuck so we've left this house and we look at each other and we're like no <laughs> we're not living in that shit hole as it happens now we have a really nice house but we were like no we're not living in that shit hole fuck that so on the walk back and we're all a bit like because it was a really cold rainy day and we were all a bit beaten down because it was a shit house and we were running out of time and we get to a road and the road has three lanes it has obviously one lane going one way one lane going the other way and the middle lane's a turning lane um and the middle lane had stopped to turn the other lane had been stopped by traffic lights but the third lane the furthest lane from where we were was still going um and andy's andy's noticed that two lanes are stopped and he's like yes this is me cracking stepped out onto the road walked away i turned to ryan i'm like where's andy and it almost happened like slow motion you heard a car go and then you heard a boof and it was like i was like i i like grabbed onto anthony he was like what the fuck and the lads like, i was like where is he and we look up and he's on the floor and Jenny, it was a horrific like i uh, my sorry, i know it's, it's my literally my heart dropped out my ass i was like fucking hell where's he gone and we like sprint over despite like the traffic and we're like going like like putting our hands up to cars going like fucking stop so we can get over he goes over and andy's on the ground and he just like hops up and goes fucking hell and we're like excuse me and the, the van driver obviously feels terrible because it was a it was a fucking van yeah um, and he's like oh my god i'm so sorry like are you all right like uh, do you need to go to hospital take your hospital whatever and he's like um, just kind of looks at himself and goes, no, I'm all right. Like, cheers, mate, don't worry about it. And we're like, are you serious? And the guy, like, looks at me and I'm like, what? And I, I, like, grabbed his face. I was like, look at me. Are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. Get off me. I was like, <laughs> right. And I look at this van driver. He goes, if he, keep an eye on him. And if he, if he gets worse, like, please take me to hospital. I'll feel terrible. I was like, don't worry. Like, we'll look after him. This van driver's like, okay. Someone in the car behind us hops out and just goes, take a picture of his fucking number plate. I'm like, all right, mate, don't worry. Ryan does for some reason, despite the fact <laughs> that the van driver was completely pleasant, lovely, and it was Andy's fucking fault. <laughs> so we leave, we walk in the way, and we're all like, oh my God, I can't believe that just happened. And I was like, Andy, what the fuck? Like, got really mad at him because, like, I was really worried. Like, it's like when you, you lose a child in a shop and then... He is the child. And yeah. then they come back to you and you... you you love the child and you care about the child and you're happy that they're all right, but you're so angry that they walked away. I was like, I'm so angry that you crossed the road without looking. <laughs> and like, but we're walking away and like, give it a five minutes and I'm just crying with laughter. I'm like, you just got hit by a fucking van. Like, that doesn't happen. So he's like, no, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. He went back upstairs, like to his room and I went back to my room and like, we were in separate buildings and me and my flatmate have decided to order a Chinese and we're literally about to order it. And he messages being like, Gang, I think I need to go to the hospital. He's like, I said to my flatmate Jack, I was like, please, can you take me and Andy to hospital? On the way out, we see Anthony and we're like, we're going to hospital, do you want to come with? And he's like, yeah, might as well, I've got nothing better to do. So we went into the hospital and he's got like all like pains in his chest and stuff. And they gave him a few paracetamol and sent him home. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, so it was really horrible. I was like, what the fuck? He's so, alive though. He is he's alive. alive. He's, he's fine. still like, here. Completely now. fine. Like, nothing really bad. He just had a bit of like bruising on his side. Yeah, nothing better. <laughs> it was just, yeah, nothing. But like, so just, just gang cannies, what was it? But yeah, Crossroads safely. Yeah. Do you know one thing? Road right? safety is important. If we get, moving back into parties and drinkings and drugs and that, <laughs> if we, if we're talking about drugs, right, one thing I didn't, one thing you notice when you go to uni is how many, many people, people do drugs. Mm. Everybody does drugs. I mean, apart from us, we're not incriminating ourselves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, like seriously though, you're like, 
people walk into a club, you go into the bathroom and like some random snort and coke off the off the top of the toilet. Like what the fuck? You know, it's just you've lived a sheltered life until you've been to university. <laughs> yeah, and then everything everyone's now like, You're an adult, you can oh. know. And you're just like, I don't wanna know. Please no. <laughs> <laughs> you take me back. Like I come from St. Helens and if you know St. Helens and that's a shithole and I, <laughs> even Salford was you know I was, thought St. Helens was a posh part of Liverpool. <laughs> oh my Saint god. St. Helens isn't no even in thing. Liverpool and it's not posh at all. It's you know, it's yeah, it's where Johnny Vegas lives, so <laughs> yeah. that tells wow. you much about Most him. Yeah. Is that him? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. yeah. He's in my high school. <laughs> um, yeah, but any, yeah. Any fun party stories? Anything that's happened interesting at parties? Do you remember um, the day before we went for Jeremy Kyle? Oh my God, right. we were right. in right. Salford. <laughs> Salford's where Media City is, which is where the BBC and ITV film. Mm. And I, I applied for tickets for us to go and see Jeremy Kyle. And um, I'd been visiting Peter the day before, and literally the day before we'd planned to go out, and that's when I got the email being like, last minute tickets. I was like, yes, please. So it was us four, wasn't it? No, mm-hmm. it wasn't. It was really fun. I didn't go. Yeah. Katie didn't go. But we had been like, yes, please, I want the tickets. Sounds good. Then we went out on a night out, and I'll let Peter <laughs> explain the rest. Yeah, because I avoided like, it this. It was my well. birthday, and like we missed my birthday because like uni was like, mm. yeah. we finished uni and everything. Um, so I was like, right, we need to do something. We need to, like, see each other. Yeah. Lauren was coming down. So I was like, great. So you got Lauren's, uh, did everything, blah, blah, blah. Went out. Went Font, which is a nice little cocktail place. Oh, some, like, we love... If you are a student, herbs. if you are a student in Manchester, anywhere, go Font. Cheap cocktails. I'm talking £2, £3 cocktails, and they're lush. They're you can really get more good. expensive ones, but all of the bevs are cheap. And it's a good time. So, like like a nice atmosphere it started off like we were just gonna go there we like got there at like midnight we you were gonna be civilized yeah and then like we some met randoms some do you remember the randoms oh my God, they're, like, New Zealand guys. they were like i was wearing my, i was wearing my like wire framed glasses and one guy was like but they're fucking fake i was like mate i'm legally blind leave me alone like <laughs> i can't see and he was like, he was like jesus <laughs> you're blind <laughs> i was like yeah i've just said that so <laughs> we met these guys going out and then i was like should we go out no, we did. They went different places in the end. Yeah, we didn't go with them. They no. were a bit weird. <laughs> they were, they One of them wouldn't make weird. eye contact with me because he was staring at my boobs and I was like, mate. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> we all knew. And we were just like, you can't wow. miss them, though, to be fair. Yes. True. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we went to a club in town called um, 42nd Street Nightclub, but we all call it 42. 42s. Um, Is that what it's actually if called? If you're in Manchester, yeah. go 42s. 42nd Street Nightclub, but it's it's um, um, I mean, go for it, dude. It's an acquired taste. It's good. If you like indie music, yeah. it's really good. It's good. They're like lots of like bev. catfish and Arctic monkeys and, and like, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you're bevved up, it's a good time. It like is. every single Oasis song is played. <laughs> yeah, and that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but um, it started out rough. We had like no cash on us, so mm. we had to go bank machine. The bank machine closest was closed. Oh my so we had god, to walk it was all mad the way tracks. down the street to like. Um, get like cash out then we had to walk all the way back and by this time it was like what one o'clock in the morning or something yeah. like that we didn't have one and we, we didn't feel fucked at all we didn't feel no. drunk we'd had a few cocktails so i mean we i were... was getting snapchats at this point and you were just a reference <laughs> but, <laughs> no, but we didn't we weren't that bad we though weren't were we, we were like bad. tipsy drunk but Wait. we were like no we want a heavy night out yeah. we went into 42s and bought rounds of drinks every time we walked around we bought a shot of vodka each a shot of sours each a double vodka coke for her and i had a pint of dark fruit yeah. so classic classic so by the time like when i look back at my bank statement because that's always the way you know a good Ooh. night you're yeah. like fucking hell how much of a spend i had bought five rounds myself you had bought about six or seven yeah like 
and we'd been drinking earlier at mine and then at Fawn and then here and added together it was a great combination no but like yeah. genuinely every <laughs> single time was like a sh- like two shots each and a, yeah, and a bed a double and Jesus Christ like literally oh my god got some mint so, pictures though explain the next morning no I'm, I'll wow. get up to it you know explain <laughs> Mackie's there's more wow. to come there's more to come so like club was like right we're over now have a move walked out walked down these stairs we were waiting for a taxi and um my heel goes underneath my body. <laughs> Wait, what? I just, I just fell flat on the floor outside 42s. I fell twice, by the way. I'll get up to the second one. What? I don't and remember. Cut, and I literally wow. cut open all of my left foot. Oh, like, shit. No, I do so remember. Raised. My knee was in so much pain. And I was like, some guy helped me up. He was like, you all right? I was like, sound, my taxi's here. <laughs> I jumped in the taxi with Lauren. And then Lauren was like, oh, can we get Mackies? Yes, that's so me. Like, right, Isn't we'll that me and I'm That's the I will, only reason no, we're friends. I will look at somebody at like 11 p.m. and be me, like, Mackies after? Mackies after? It's yeah, normally, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm normally look at Abby and I'm like, <laughs> So like we got outside Mackies, we were eating, we got stuff inside, and then Lauren. <laughs> I went outside because I was chatting to this particularly <laughs> lovely piece at this time. <laughs> I was chatting to a lad who's very attractive and is now my boyfriend. I went and sat outside on the phone to him. Really? Yeah. I, thought, I thought you were going to say he was there. I was like, I'm sure he wasn't. No, I, no, went, outside. On the phone. I yeah. went outside on the phone with him. Um, and I'm like, oh, like he's really attractive, blah, blah. So I'm on the phone with him, talking to him. And I go, oh, here, give us a second. Put the phone. I thought I'd moved the phone far enough away from myself. I hadn't. I'd moved it about mm, a few centimetres away from my mouth. <laughs> and vomited all over the oh bench outside of Mackey's. I don't, I don't vomit very easily from alcohol, do I? Yeah. I don't vomit easily at all. Because you're from Newcastle, yeah. do you know what I mean? I was sat outside of, of Mackey's at this thing. And I was like, yeah, yeah, one second. <laughs> like down into the side. I was like, fucking hell. And I was like... Hello, it was like you've just vomited on me. I was like, shut up. Some <laughs> random lass just looks at me and is like, You alright? I'm like, Yeah. She goes, Can I borrow your phone to get a taxi? I'm like, No. Just <laughs> stick on it. Like, oh, there wasn't any sick on my phone. Um, I mean, you've yeah. been close enough to your mouth. Yeah, and then though. we were like, no. And then we were like, Right, we got our stuff, we left. But there's like, um, you have to go like past like a little road to the drive through. Yeah. And literally, I walked across it and just absolutely hit the concrete. Like, Pete is so, so funny on a night out because genuinely, <laughs> like, do you remember Halloween? We went out on Halloween and the, you know the, you know the movie White Chicks. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> She's the dance they're doing there where they grab hands and they like put their like, feet against like each other and they like hop. Yeah. Right. We did we did that, but Peter did it like by herself to me to be like, oh, should we do this? And she just <laughs> fucking she had one drink right. We one were at a drink. nightclub called Fifth. Shout out. Big up fifth. There's a puddle on the floor and Peter just goes fucking flying. A bounce comes over. Bounce comes over and goes, I think you need to uh, stop drinking, Pat. I think you've had enough. She's like, I've had one fucking bev. I was just looking at him and he's like, he's like in there like, you need to stop drinking, love. I was like, I've had one drink. (laughs) Oh, I got so angry because he kept like being like, Stop drinking, stop drinking. And I was just like, go away. Yeah. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm not drunk. Maybe if you mop the bloody floors. But obviously it was a nightclub, so we can't do that. Peter, <laughs> I'm telling you now, never go out in Liverpool because no, I always all the street, like outside. Cobbled. The, yeah. Oh, cobbled. Concert squares, Absolutely. all cobbled. Mm-hmm. All cobbled. And cobbled. if it right. inhales, it's actually a death trap. It, it is. There's one section, um, there's like a place. Did you wear flat shoes? 
it's, it's not it's not no, always it's acceptable not an option, in Liverpool. <laughs> Literally, like there's this place called um Dean's Gate and like it has like all like quite a few like clubs on this one. Yeah. Strip. I love yeah. Dean's it's and like it's this tiniest, tiniest like strip of cobbles yeah. that you have to cross just to get there. Every time I hit the floor. Every time. <laughs> just this tiny little strip of cobbles. Just, I can't stand she up. She just she she's got no balance when she, she she's no had a shot and then she's on the fucking floor. Like, like, not even I too felt, drunk, she just falls. You name a club, I fell over on it. Like, <laughs> that's how it works. But that's anyway, bad. anyway, so I fell over outside McDonald's. We come my back uncle, to mine. My uncle was kind of, like, sore, but I was like, oh, get over it. Yeah. We walked back to yours. You can't stand up. I am. I'm the I one don't, right now I remember being sick outside the Mackey's. <laughs> then I remember waking up to yeah. boom, 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 on my window. I was like, what the fuck Me with is the that? Latte. I have a ponytail extension in that's still in my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wake up, screw up, like, literally, don't even scrub the makeup off my face. I go, fuck. Put some mascara on top of it because girls know yeah. if you're looking rough, just shove a bit of mascara on. My hair's up in a May greasy, like, <laughs> grim ponytail. But for some reason, Lauren's brain goes, hell yeah, I'm going to wear the brightest fuck-off jacket that I own. So we got a... Um, Jeremy Kyle, which was such a good experience. It, it was, was actually so good. like I didn't think I'd like. I thought it would feel a bit like bullying the person who's on stage, but they yeah. do it quite respectfully. Like the, you're laughing <laughs> with them, you're not laughing at them, which sounds. I mean, sounds or ridiculous. they're just too silly to realise no. that to we're taking the piss. Do you know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> no, but it was. It wasn't always like you're taking the piss. It was like. I don't know, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be really like poverty porn, kind of, and yeah, it, it wasn't. Be, it was, it's not it, as bad. It is, yeah. but it was, it was a bit more like, respectful, and they, and they yeah. were actually like, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Plus, they've but, chosen to be there. But we're sat there, I'm looking grim as fuck, every few seconds, I'm thinking, God, I'm going to vomit, God, I'm going to vomit. I've got the bottle of water in my lap. I'm like, if I have vomit in the middle of a table with Jeremy <laughs> Kyle, it's going on in the bloopers on YouTube, and I'm going to be fucking exposed. I was like, oh my God, I've got to just ignore it. Um... I left my phone in the fucking Uber as well, so I had to ring the Uber driver and I had to meet him outside in Nando's afterwards, charged me a fiver to bring my phone back, fucking yes, Uber support, I complained about it, they were like, we've credited some money to your account. It's like, first of all, you didn't credit a fiver. Second of all, there's no fucking money in my account. <laughs> so Uber's fucked me off. But anyway, yeah, so we went and saw Jeremy Kyle, it was good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good, but when we were, what, like, one, we were late. <laughs> we were. We like, sprinted to the front of the queue, we'd, like, just made it. And when you say sprinted, they ran because she my humbled. ankle was Petrina so fell. bad. She it was, humbled. like, it was swollen. You could see it was swollen. It was bruised. One ankle was bruised and swollen. One foot had cuts all over it. So I was like, hmm... This is going to be a good experience. Yeah. I'm sat in Jeremy Kyle in pain. <laughs> and um, the whole day, um, my foot was just in pain. And like, thing is, we were sat in so like, bad. <laughs> we were sat in like prime point of cameras at Jeremy yeah. Kyle. Yeah. So it was a great experience until we watched the episodes <sighs> we were there for. And you could just see our gormy little faces There's in the background. Oh no, the screenshots of me looking like I want to kill myself. <laughs> yeah. So I've got rest and bitch face anyway. Like, oh, my face is just, I never look amused. But there's one really screenshot, Petrina took a picture of it. She's a corpse. I am a corpse. Like, white black under my eyes i look dead it's like why did i do that to myself that's the day that I got my ears pierced as well but that is a yeah. story for another time <laughs> i have a full year of needles it was an investment mm-hmm. um so yeah we're gonna move on to second year just like briefly because we're halfway through our second year at the moment just about we're which not is halfway through um, well i mean kind of we're, we're, like... we're a chunk of the way in <laughs> a month. Um, <laughs> halfway <laughs> through semester one yeah how was coming back for you guys i was Summer is like, I know this is going to sound dead weird, but summer's too long. Yeah. It is. Really you get is. to a point where, like, you've seen all your mates that have, like, 
because it's weird because you've not seen your mates from college for a year and you're kind of really close to the people from university and then mm-hmm. to go back and for only your mates from college to be there like it's kind of weird because you're not yeah. as close with them anymore and I mean you still are but you're also like not yeah mm. I agree and like the like all the people that you were like oh yeah we're gonna we're gonna talk all the time I'm gonna like I'll see you like next week like you don't see them again like I'm not trying to like you no, know, it is hard. So it gets boring. Yeah. People live in different places. Like, well, I love this perspective, though. Like, out. you're saying, oh, I've, I've come back. I haven't left. Oh, yeah. Abby, how long has it been since you've been home? Abby's from Worcester. I, I went back for a week in July, at the end of June. I came back on the 1st of July. I haven't got been home since. I'm going home at Christmas. But I've kind of, because I'm from such a tiny little town and there's nothing there, there's nothing to do, like, I've preferred to get a job here, stay yeah. in the summer, yeah. do you know what I mean? I've made a life here and the friends that I, are important to me, which I've realised who are who, Yeah. They come up and visit, so it's not yeah. it's not been an issue. They catered to me, do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's definitely your view on life. I've got a very, to me. <laughs> yeah, I've got a very different perspective. Like I really like yeah. living See, here. I went home and worked all summer in a job that I didn't like, that I wasn't happy with. Um and I, that's a lie. I loved my job. I just I was having it I find it really difficult being back. Um and I was I just wanted to be at uni. I just wanted to be with my mates at uni. And I do have mates at home, but my my like relationship with them now is more, oh, we'll have a catch-up every few months and we'll go yeah. for a bev. And do yeah. you know what I mean? And that's lovely. It's lovely to have those but friends because you know that out of no, the blue, yeah. you yeah. can... No, but see, that is good enough for me. Like, out of the blue, I, I know I've got, like, a few people who I could text yeah. and be like, I want to meet you for a bev over Christmas. And I've got, I've got three girls from secondary yeah. school. Um, Laura, Anna and Neve, who I will see consistently every few months. Oh, like, I'll see them at Christmas, I'll see them, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, I'll see them schedule. about four times a year, like, we'll sit down and have a meal together. And it's lovely and it's nice to yeah. catch up and stuff. But I'd made so many connections here and I, I was happy here and it's, it's independence and it's not living at home with my brother eating all the food that I buy and, like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> yeah. it's having your own space and your own kind of place. And you, you become, you really do become your own person at uni, do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like... It's a lot more of like I think being there, and even if you are living at home at uni, you're still coming into uni and you're still seeing people and doing yeah, things. Yeah. And when everybody just leaves and goes home, it's like it's you weird. feel really isolated. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I love it, but oh. I've got other pals that don't <laughs> go to uni. I just think as well, like everyone changes when they go to university, and I'm not yeah. saying that's a bad thing because like you yeah. ev- like when you grow up, you change. Like you go to university, you're independent. Like yeah. you meet new people, and when you're with different groups of people, you kind of become a different person. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt like going home, like as much as I love my friends and like I still get on with them. Like we we kind of are different people. Apart from I probably say like my best best friends, who like I kind of always know we're gonna like we'll always get on like the exact same way. But there mm-hmm. was other people that I was like I used to be closer to you, but it's just because you oh, spent so many people. With so many I'm happy people. to have binned off. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Just toxic friends that I just don't need yeah. to be in your life. If you don't, if you don't, if they're moaning at you about not seeing them, but you're doing something oh, you love yeah. and they're criticising you for it, or just or they're not negative, making the effort to see you either. They're not being supportive yeah. of what you're doing. Get rid of them. You don't need them. See, one thing I would say as well, building on Kate's point, is you are going to change a lot at uni, but yeah. don't be worried about it. Like I worried for so long because I had people in my ear being like, "You've got to wait at uni, and you've changed so much," and like. You've come back and, and you're a completely different person. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. Like, fuck off. I'm Half still, the time, it's I'm still me. Still boring. And oh, no. it's yeah, if you're still in this part of your life and like growing up, once you once you're out of secondary school, once you're out of kind of sixth form and stuff, 
everybody's at different ages and everybody's at different points. So some people, like, I've got plenty of people who I know now who are, like, living on their own and, like, and they're working a job and they're starting a family and things. And then I know plenty of people who, like myself, just couldn't dream of that right now and because mm. we're in different points of your life. Yeah. And it really, it's not an age thing anymore. It's a, like, not necessarily a maturity thing either. It's just, just different points in your life, yeah. 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 And, like, I'd say don't worry about being in a different point of your life than somebody else. Just worry about yourself and what's best for you. If you're, meant to, be be friend, if you're meant to be friends, you'll be friends, yeah. right? Yeah. And by the way, something weird about Contini anyway is everyone's from different places, so everyone has different <laughs> yeah. accents. Not only do you talk about what you say differently, you argue. Like, oh I've never argued God. so viciously over, over a what... bat. Can we just appreciate the word, <laughs> oh the word right? So a sandwich or something like that in, in like a bread bun or a bread roll or whatever you call it. In... I had never heard the word balm, B-A-R-M, balm, until I came to Manchester. And they would call it a balm. But I call it a butty. Some people call it a cob. Some people call it so many different things. Mm. But there's things as well. It's it's there's loads of arguments about stuff like that, just so just prepare for that. But it's things as well like I came and it's sayings that I think are universal that just completely just aren't and they just yeah, no they just they're not, they're not they're, well they're northeast <laughs> things and it just like it takes me out of it like if you yeah. go somewhere particularly people from borough will know this if you go somewhere who, that isn't the northeast and you talk about a palm oil, everyone goes what the fuck is a palm oil? you know like it's <laughs> and it, it's certain things like that and, and i'm currently getting rid of that you know i read on facebook i sent my flat because my flatmates from um hartlepool and that's like his thing yeah. um they're apparently getting rid of it. There's like a news article. Oh, I fucking hope not. I love a palm oil. Um, no, but it's, it's things like that, isn't it? There's loads of, like I said, we went to Aldi. I remember me and my um, my flatmates. One of my flatmates last year was from Blackpool and the other one was from Kent. And I'm from like Newcastle, so like, like, like Durham. Yeah. I'm from Durham, so like northeast. And I'd asked someone in Aldi for something and they were like, oh, look at you being all brave. And I was like, aye, shy Ben's getting out. And they were like, Excuse me. She just turns foreign. Oh, like, like, it's not English. What language is that? And like, <laughs> it's things like that. Like Abby, oh my god, we came back. We we came back from being at home, and Abby was like, "You all sound so more foreign." No, like, no, it's so true. Like, I copy from people when I hear them say something differently. Like, ma'am, I usually just say mom. Uh, yeah, I say, like, I say mom. Lauren says ma. Yeah, I say Lauren mom. Says, like, I say mom. mom. So now mom. I say it because mom I've heard it say so often. I'm not giving in. I plan on living in Manchester for like the rest of my life. I'm never giving in to anything that anybody <laughs> says. The thing is though, no, the thing is though, I have noticed because I think my speech pattern in particular and like my slang words being so far up the country, I've like mm. there's quite a few people from in and around Manchester here and even kinda like Liverpool, Blackpool, they've all got mm. similar slang words. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I feel like I feel like the North East is completely different. Yeah. Like oh, I yeah. came here and Certain things that I say. I know. Half my family's family's from like Essex, London. It's terrible. But I feel like I came here and like just certain slang words people have picked up on it. Peter has started calling her mum, ma'am, from me. Or she started saying like, "Oh, I'm creased at that all mm. the time." And I'm it's, not inheriting it's picking anything. Up on I don't pick things. anything off. You said the it's other just... day in the chat, "Nee Bosch," and it took me about twenty minutes. No, "Nee Bosch," like no oh bother. Like it, you'd be like, "Oh, "Nee Bosch," like it's I just remember you were chatting the first time one time, and everyone was like, um, "Excuse me," and yeah. like, oh, it means no bother. No, I'm but like, I thought that was really? you say that another thing. I thought that was universal, and quite a lot of times I'll say something and think. Oh, people are gonna be like, "Oh, Geordie," because like I say, "Shua" or something like that. Do you know what I mean? And people Shua. will pick up on it. But it's 
words like how way that I say all the time, I'm like, oh, how yeah. man. And then I'm like, oh, crap. People, someone's going to say something. Like, I don't think that someone's going to say something. And then when they, they do, do, I'm like, we oh, crap. You. <laughs> um, and if Lauren gets angry, then she turns <laughs> oh into God. Vicky Patrick. Just close your ears. I'll hold you into a fucking paper bed in a minute, Pet. Honestly, it's <laughs> like... No, but, like, when we, when we all came back, everyone... During the first year, everyone slowly diluted their accent. Yeah, but it's... Because it, they kind of... I could understand people more mm-hmm. and whatever. Oh, now we get back... Now we've got back... Lauren's accent, I can tell, is stronger. But I can't understand Andy. Like every Andy time he speaks Northern to me, Irish I'm like, for reference. Andy absolutely me? despises anybody doing his accent. He hates no it. and none of us can do it. Nobody. So it's even worse. It's the worst. <laughs> um, yeah. So has anyone? Oh, the, the our next topic is the jump between first and second year. Ugh. I feel like we're not. I feel like to be fair, for our degree, we are in an arts degree. Just for reference, so like with timings of lessons and things like that, like obviously we have a lot less class time and things like that yeah. because we yeah. are not. So we have to do most of our work independently. Mm. The projects yeah. take longer. Whereas I feel people who do like law, they have a very different experience. Yeah. yeah. First, our first year we had fourteen contact hours, one four, and my cousin. Um, who's studying law he had so many and he got so annoyed because he'd be like how can you do how can you only have 14 contact hours what are you even paying for i was like i mean wow. i mean but I, we pay for i was the like facilities. we're paying for the facilities yeah. we're paying um and we when we are rehearsing we've got lots of time where we can go and speak to like uh, a tutor or something and, and yeah. get help with with um equipment and stuff so we're expected mm. to lead our like do our own learning and lead ourselves but to like go and ask for help when we need it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's something that's tough at uni is asking for help when you need it. I Definitely. think as well, like with the arts, like in general, like it's hard. I mean, we do 10 hours now and I do think we need, to, we at least need to do a bit more than 10 hours. Yeah, but it's, but, it's supposed to be all by yourself, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I, I do understand I though, like when you're like, we're meant to be like performance students and creating stuff and all that. And like, if you're doing that, you can't be like spoon fed how to like, mm-hmm. put I on feel like uni, you are meant to, you're not, at university to learn you're at university to like develop do you know yeah, what I mean I think, yeah. I think, I think, I think style, people, yeah. more people need to have that mindset because I do sit in lectures and people are like oh they're not telling us this they're not telling us that and I just think go and find it do you know what you I mean you'll yeah. 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 need to research not you're here yeah I feel like as well in first year it feels a little bit not fully but it feels a little bit like you're being spoon fed because they're trying to bring everyone up to the same speed but then as soon as you're there if you're gonna, there's gonna be people in your class that yeah. 100% will not give as sh- much of a shit about it as you. Yeah, get yeah. rid of them quick. Yeah, and, but also, like, you get spoon fed it and everyone gets brought up to speed. And then once everyone's up to speed, that is the time when you start to develop. I feel like first years, it's not marked because it's everyone, them getting yeah, you all to the same yeah, place. Yeah. And then that's like your starting point in second year. And go, you for, le- it. You learn go who, for it. You learn who is a good person to work with so first year just analyze how everyone works how everyone communicates how Mm -hmm. they deal with issues do you know what i mean suss the good people out then use them with your for your work (laughs) and like volunteer for things like go and do things that you've been asked to do get experience yeah yeah. Yeah. and like also i'd say as well like join clubs join societies try and do or like do something extracurricular start a society yourself to do something because if somebody goes if somebody says to you oh what do you do in your free time even if it's in an audition for a part or something like that or even if it's in an interview like what we were saying before it's personality it's not just well i do this at uni and this is what i've been doing in my lessons it's 
for example, right now, we're recording a podcast as something that we can do outside of our lessons that we'll enjoy and that we can help build on and develop on and, like, mm-hmm. as a hobby so that when we go into auditions and things, people can say, what do you do? And we're like, oh, well, actually, me and three of my mates have a that. podcast. I'm just doing it because I like a chat. And and I do like yeah, a chat, it but it, it works both ways. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's things like that. It's, it's build on it, like, work towards goals. Mm. Yeah, just don't, don't, like, worry about it too much either yeah like just, just take it as it is like uni to uni i mean obviously you've got to you know do something after uni but at the same time like you you like this is enjoy the last it. time enjoy, that you're yeah. kind of not going to have that many worries yeah. yeah i mean i know you've got like a lot of other things to worry about but like in general like it's quite a carefree life yeah yeah so like leading on to third year and the future oh, god the thought of finishing <laughs> my boyfriend has, has graduated just at, like last year he graduated he's having a year off and he's doing his masters and he was shitting himself to graduate he was like mm. I, I don't want to leave uni because genuinely no exaggeration it's it's mint in it it's such a good time to be at uni with your pals as much yeah. as you might be like oh there's all the aggro of the lectures and all that shit and it's so much work but it's rewarding and it's nice to be here and the thought of finishing scares me and shit. even if you live separately like it's still like a little village so yeah. you can still pop to the SU get a yeah. bed do you know what I mean? It's it's, it's, it's a good like time. it's like having a little community with your friends. Like, it's like Butlins. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it is. That's oh, what the, the best way. The best way to describe uni, especially <laughs> when you first move into like halls, is like a cross between Big Brother, Love Island, and Butlins. Yeah, yeah, Butlins. Geordie Shore. Butlins. Yeah. Geordie Shore. Yeah. Um, Love Island. Everyone like, walk around in bikinis and stuff. Love Island. <laughs> Love Island. I think. I think generally, like. I, I love Newcastle. I love Durham. You can ask anyone. I adore Durham, but I think I'm going to stay in Manchester and Salford. And my mum will hate me for saying that. She'll absolutely despise me. I think my but parents have realised I've just disowned yeah, the family. Yeah, you fucked yeah. off. I mean, You've not been you bad. <laughs> your mum doesn't know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's smart, though. Like, career-wise, like, we are in a place where a lot of, like, a lot of media companies are Oh, no, I feel really happy. I've got, yeah. like, a lot of... I'm working with yeah. like BBC yeah. and ITV. Do you know what I mean? Now, and that's the point. That, like the yeah. cheapest place to work, so so many people are moving. And it's been cheap to stay over summer, so really use yeah. the opportunities. Yeah. If you can get enough money to stay over, stay over summer and pursue what you want to do, even if it's not like media in this area. Obviously, if you're in another area that yeah. specialises mm-hmm. in something else, stay, get a job, and just stay, um, and just really try and get a career now. So you're, or at least get something, just so you're set up, and then you're not worried. I'd say that's the biggest the biggest piece of advice that anybody can give to you at uni when you're looking at where to go, when you're looking at what accommodation, when you're looking at what courses and everything like that and what you should do after uni. Look where the jobs is, are going. Look where yeah. the jobs are going, but the biggest piece of advice is do what's best for you. Yeah. Do not oh, yeah, yeah. follow the trends, do not follow yeah. anybody else. Look at objectively yeah. think about what's going to be best for you because that's what you're paying for. And people think I'm dumb, but I've, I've done alright. Do you know what I mean? You're not dumb. Follow, no. follow the up. idea. Like, genuinely, Stay. you're not stupid. <laughs> it's so crazy because, like, I I still live at home. By the way, yeah. like I'm living with my mom, and um, your with mom. your mom, with your mom, yeah, <laughs> with my mother, and um, it's mom. like seems I was gonna move out into a house, but then I was like, no, I'll save money. <laughs> Literally, and on makeup, loan. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, I have mates, like, one of my mates has a kid. Like, we've got, like, serious boyfriends. Oh, yeah. And literally, people are, like, talking about, like, having kids. People are getting engaged left, right, and centre. This baby fever that's going around everywhere. And I'm just like, 
Uh, Mum, what's for dinner? Like, <laughs> genuinely. Growing up. Like, yeah. I can't. My, my kitchen is covered. Right, it's a few days after Halloween by this point. <laughs> and I had a Halloween party. And my part, my. It was iconic. It was iconic. Yeah. My house is fucking trashed. My house, I mean, it's not that bad. It just needs to be cleaned. Nothing's Mom. broken. Nothing's. Mark, if you're listening, <laughs> that's my landlord. Everything's fine. Everything's great. <laughs> There's baby limbs that were in the bath. Oh just my on God. The side of the bath my now. decorations, though. <laughs> but um, no, it, it's just, it's a mess. And I could not imagine having a baby or getting engaged in doing that now. But I'm so happy for people that are. Like my aunt yeah, just yeah. had a baby and she's going to be a perfect mum. Like, she's ready for yeah. that. Wait, when she says her auntie, though, her auntie... She's 20. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Like, yeah. Me 40-year-old auntie. Like, I'm so happy for her. Like, no, like, she's, she's 20. She's just had a baby with a boyfriend and, like, it's the perfect time for her. Yeah. And I feel like that is just kind of a good message is do what's best for you at the time because if you're following someone else, you're just going to be so unhappy. But True. again, if you see everyone else having babies and you think you don't, want to follow the trend don't do you oh, know no. what i mean do what's right for you i was literally watching that program you know with emma willis and she's gone into like a labor ward last night and i was oh, like yeah. absolutely not every time i watch one born every minute it's like oh, God. never <laughs> shivers not for me um <laughs> yeah so i i just i don't want to grow i no, i don't i want him. this uni experience to last forever because genuinely i'm saying this from the bottom of my heart i've met so many lovely people who i care about so much here and i i don't know i feel like when i was at home in durham i was saying oh i can't wait to go home mean in salford and like oh, i call this home as well i, I feel like um, is there anything else that anyone really wants to add to that? Um, well, basically, I'm just saying, like, as a last point, if you are thinking about uni, like, obviously, at first I felt like I probably should just go, and then I had a bit of doubt, and then I was like, oh, I'll, I'll go, I'll go. And then I realised I wanted to go. But if you are having that thing, and just maybe, if you are telling yourself to go, just go, because mm. there's a reason you're doing that, there's a yeah. reason you've mm. thought about yeah. it, there's a reason you've looked into it, like... Just go, don't worry about it, don't, don't, just don't worry. I'm a weirdo, I'm an actual real weirdo. <laughs> yeah. And well, I've done all right, so I feel yeah. like... And she got yeah. it. To be fair, like, I'd say, though, if you are thinking about uni and you found a course that you think sounds good and, and you, you're excited yeah. about it, and even if you're a bit worried, just go, just do it. But I'd also say, if don't, not, don't, don't worry, feel like you yeah. have to go to uni yeah. Oh, yeah, at all. Because yeah, no. I know so many people who are so yeah. fulfilled with not being at uni with apprenticeships yeah. with this with that with, oh, yeah, with going yeah. straight into work and it's yeah. literally it's what works for you i think not only that as well but don't think so much about oh my god like this uni course i might not want to do this with my future i think just where as, do you want to go with your life yeah, do you know what i mean like it, you develop so much like as a person and to be fair i think that's more important than what you yes. kind of i've done this just because i wanted to move to manchester do you know what i mean yeah. for uni Hit me up, so <laughs> here I am. Um, <laughs> but that's what that's what I think. You just yeah. yeah we're so thank you so much for listening to our first yeah, ever yeah. podcast. Um, or really sorry They'll if it was a bit better. rambly. They'll get better, I promise. Um, yeah. <laughs> we just needed to put context into who we are. And yeah, there's just a little bit about us, and we thought uni would be the perfect first topic because we can give that's advice to people are. based on what we mm-hmm. what we know, but also it's where we met and it's what we're doing right now, and it's really current in our lives. And I feel like yep. it's just a great place to start. Not all of our podcasts are going to be like 
university related or oh, anything like that. there's some good ones planned, don't there we? There are yeah, some yeah, good yeah. ones yeah. planned. Um, like I said, each week one of us is going to come with a new topic and surprise the others and we're just going to go from there. Really casual, really chilled. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if you'd like to follow us on Instagram, <laughs> lovely little self-promo, um, <laughs> we have the, our Instagram page is called Cheerfully Cynical Podcast and we have a Twitter as well, which is at CC Podcast Tweets. So if you'd like to follow us on there, we'd really, greatly appreciate it. I'll follow it. you back. We love fans. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. So thank you very much for listening. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah. And hopefully we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.